Archie and Veronica, Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg. guys, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. You know, I love our theme song, Allie, but I was just thinking about how creepy it would be if it kind of like slowed down. Do you know what I mean? Like suddenly we'd be in I think that's true in hell. of many songs. If all of a sudden I was like, <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> well, like our, yes. like that's never good. That's true. Ours is particularly poppy. Like I've said it in a previous episode, it makes me feel like I'm surfing on a wave. <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, this is a comedy podcast, not a horror podcast. So we have a really poppy theme song. Um, Who Are We is probably something you would like to know. <laughs> yeah, so, hit it, Jamula. Okay. Uh, so we are performers who take the internet. We use it like a script. We have this show live on stage, a live comedy show where we take Yelp reviews, Reddit threads, things like that, and we perform them as different characters. We've been doing that for a long time. It's called Blogologs. Uh, and it was through doing that that we then developed a web series called Two Girls, One Show on hoohaha.com. And it is on Two Girls, One Show where we did um, uh, real interviews with people behind the post and then went on scripted adventures. And through doing that, we learned that the interviews were pretty awesome. And so we started Two Girls, One Podcast with Mr. Matt Silverman. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Hi, Hello. So today's episode... Um, a little wholesome, maybe not. Based on our phone call with her, it might get kind of raunchy. Um, <laughs> it's going to get raunchy. But she is an Airbnb super host, which was interesting to us for a few reasons. So, of course, that's very real world community. And Airbnb at this point is like a big corporation. But um, she has like she she has communities of guests, but also other hosts that she works with. Um, So there's a large online component as well. And she's like one of their top hosts. So we thought it'd be an interesting conversation um, just in terms of like online, offline community. But Jen, I want to throw it to you because don't you have like a bad Airbnb story? (laughs) No. You know, I do. I do. And I'm still figuring out how to tell this story in such a way that imparts how traumatic it was to me. but basically, first of all, I want to say I had a fabulous. Let's, let's work through it together. Let's work through it together. <laughs> Anecdote. Wait, Ane- I have a quick. Yeah. I have a quick question. Yeah. Uh, maybe this is stupid. Should we explain there are Airbnb? No stupid questions. Only stupid people. I may be That's a stupid a person South Park for asking reference, this. South reference. So it's yeah. just that wasn't me. <laughs> Everyone no, wait, knows. Let's who- explain it. Yeah. Let's explain it. Why not? Because some people might not know, and I want I, everyone I to feel included. Of people- Exactly. Well, now yes. a way to make them feel like outsiders. You tend if there's to any stupid idiots, idiots who, don't who don't know, know. what Airbnb is. Um, so, you know, B&B, bed and breakfast. Nowadays, you can sign up on a website and rent out a room of yours, which for New Yorkers is like a huge source of income. And <laughs> like contention. Big... My building yeah, is freaking too. out over Airbnb. Yeah. Well, because because you live in a fancy building, you're not you're not allowed to in the fancy buildings. Not, <laughs> there's still a lot of gray true? area, I think. Yeah, I don't know like how they define fancy, but yeah, in a lot of buildings, it's true. <laughs> um, um, well, but- I just I just mean it's like if you I, I guess I didn't. I think like you know they're nervous about who's coming in and out, so the doorman yeah. buildings they are they're more alerted to it as opposed to if you don't have a doorman, then like nobody That's really true. knows what you're doing. That's true. Yeah, my building has this whole thing about no short-term rentals. That's how they're getting around it. Like, uh, you know, no less than a year can you rent out your place. 
Um, otherwise, I definitely, definitely would do it. And on Airbnb, you can review, you review the places that you stay in. So if you get really good reviews, uh, your place gets bumped up and you can come to be known as a super host. So yeah, I have a painter friend in a two bedroom and she rents out the second bedroom and she makes tons of money every month and it really offsets her rent because New York rents are insane. I would love to do it, but I have roommates and it'd be really weird if my roommate came home and I was like, oops, there's someone staying in your bed. Sorry. <laughs> That, that has to have happened that people like rent out their roommates' rooms without telling them. Oh my God, I bet it's like a roommate horror story. Like my That's roommate rented up. my bedroom on Airbnb. I, <laughs> I didn't know. Guys, if that happened to you, let us know. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, all right, so do we feel like everybody sufficiently knows what Airbnb is by now? Yes? We, we've explained it, kind of. Kind Hopefully they're caught up. You're caught you know, up. If, well, okay. if not, uh, maybe press rewind. <laughs> be kind rewind <laughs> press the rewind and button. you'll hear it again uh, but I think it's really good for visitors too especially to New York like instead of staying in a really expensive hotel you can stay at a cheaper place that is someone's apartment you have access to a kitchen you get sort of like you get the, the insider homestay experience experience yeah. yeah the homestay oh I love that <laughs> yeah I mean my friend who did this she treated like an Airbnb like she had different adapters there and chargers extra blow dryers like she had things yeah it was interesting anyhow yeah, yes cool yeah, no, I was just going to say, so I had a really positive experience with the Airbnb for my birthday this past year. Um, I went to Florida and uh, we went to like fancy Florida. Uh, I forget. Palm Beach. Is that the place? Anyway, um, but this woman, a retiree. Wait, where's had- fancy Florida and where's not fancy Florida? Just for yeah, our I, listeners. I thought, I thought Disney World was fancy Florida and everything else was just Florida. I know. That's I'm throwing around the word fancy. Fuck, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing it around pretty liberally. I th- I mean expensive Florida because this was not fancy. This is like Mar-a-Lago, Florida. You guys can make your own decisions <laughs> oh, on what that's like. Yeah. Um, but this woman had a mansion and she was retired. Her name was Constance. Shout out Constance. Um, and me and my friend stayed in her pool house. <laughs> And it was lovely. She had a bed in the pool house. We got to swim in the pool. We pretended we were fancy for a second. And she gave us like free wine. It was awesome. But I have to say, I do have a bad Airbnb story. All right, Matt, <laughs> if you could cue the, the dark music, Jen, tell your horror it, story. Cue it. All right, here um, we go. So I think it was four winters ago now over New Year's Eve. Four winters decided, ago. Four winters, four winters ago. Past. Snowy winter, um, you know, uh, late December. We're driving was up it a dark? hill. It, I think we we did arrive in the dark. There were four of us was in the car. Was it actively snowing? Uh, yes, it was actively snowing. I was, was with my windy? boyfriend at the Yes. I was with my boyfriend at the time. There was another couple with us. She was pregnant. (laughs) Hey, Jason. Also, the woman was pregnant. So um, I feel like that's how all horror movies start. There's like some pregnant woman (laughs) who's with them. Who's definitely going to get killed first. As long as this Um, doesn't end with the red wedding. Yeah. I know. (laughs) So we arrive at this lodge, this like tiny hippie lodge. There's also another building on the property. We're not sure what it is, but it's like a giant shack. Like you think a shack is something small. This looked like a shack, but multiply a shack times 100. You get a giant shack. (laughs) There are like no windows. It's very strange. We were staying in the lodge. We meet the man. He tells us he's going to be staying on the property in the shack. Apparently they teach Pilates out of the shack. He'll just be like staying in his Pilates studio. So it's like a hipster shack total hipster this man is like a former hippie like now it's a hipster first of all we get into the place it feels like pretty cozy but i start to pick up on little things that seem off the first thing there were paintings and i believe photographs of like naked women all over the shack and i was like okay this could be kind of like a hippie like free love thing i'm not sure but it made me uncomfortable it was like to the point of being uncomfortable then there was a picture of some sort of i think it was like a machine gun there was a, a it was a painting of a machine gun on the wall 
Also, uh, there okay, were cameras. Okay, so he's <laughs> objectifying women paired with guns. Got it. Got paired, it. paired with guns. There were cameras in every room and not like little like nest cameras. I mean, these were like miniature, like, like old fashioned movie you. cameras. <laughs> like, yeah, like really weird looking tiny cameras in every room. He unplugs the cameras for, like he shows us, he like pulls out like a comically large plug and unplugs them. Okay, and I'm like, I don't trust is that, that. Is that really how this works? Then before he leaves, it's like totally he's like a wireless plug. camera. Yeah. <laughs> the, the little red light is still on after he yeah. unplugs it. <laughs> right. You're like, whoops, so I'm, I'm holding this plug. <laughs> then as he's leaving, this is the part that like, I think I blacked out because I was like, what the fuck is happening? He was like, yeah, the, the uh, like some government officials were just here and I was like what I don't he was like some I forget if he was like the FBI I don't know who's that somebody was just here and he was like yeah I almost got busted for I smuggled some friends drugs he just like asked me to carry a little bit on the plane I was going on recently and like you know I did it not a big deal and like the government tracked me down but like luckily I don't have to go to jail <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Well, so the entire you, time, what were his reviews? On <laughs> Apparently, he had good reviews. I mean, so envision all of this, but then it's like through the filter of this very like amicable older Did the hippie reviews man. Tell you that like part of the perk is like there's a murder work. mystery game. You know what I mean? You gotta, like figure <laughs> out like thinking, you yeah. know. So the whole time I'm like, am it's I going a theatrical crazy? experience? Yeah, I'm like, is this creepy or not? Creepy or or just cool or just quirky, you know? Creepy or quirky. That was the game I was playing with myself on this trip. Mm -hmm. So the pregnant woman didn't get off. Like, most of the trip was pretty good. (laughs) Spent a few nights there. Definitely, definitely did not I want you to know you just said this sentence, the pregnant woman didn't get off. (laughs) Offed. What are you... Okay, offed. Off. Got it, got it. She didn't get killed. She didn't get killed. I... Oh no, oft. I um I did not like get changed in front of the cameras at any point. Like I was very careful about where I stood. Anyway, like it got better and better as it went on. But I at a certain point like I kept saying how uncomfortable I was. So it finally when we were leaving, my boyfriend at the time, Jason, was like, listen. He said, I, he had been reassuring me the whole time, it was going to be fine, going to be fine. He said, I didn't want to tell you this, but when we first arrived and you expressed how uncomfortable you were, I looked up this host online, like I, I found his last name, I did some extensive Googling, I found and him. And he's a murderer. No, he found all of these like softcore porn videos of this man and like women out in like the like the, the woods around the house like in wearing like harnesses and weird shit and like chasing each other and having sex and like kind of like lightly beating each other <laughs> anyway that's my story that's awesome but the porn wasn't in your bedroom or it was no no it was well he said it like was in the woods little, not your room. parts of it were in the house but like the sex was in the woods so there must also oh. be cameras in the woods I have an Airbnb story that's like so typical. It's Girl, not tell mine. Me. It's my friend Courtney. Shout out to Courtney, who's so great. But she basically Airbnb'd her place and was staying somewhere else. Because some people in New York do that where they'll just like to make a little cash. They'll go stay with a friend and like Airbnb it. I also know people who like Airbnb their place and then stay with their boyfriend and like don't tell their boyfriend that it's actually there. Anyway, that's so Courtney up. came back. <laughs> Courtney came back just to like pick something up quickly. And I think she texted him was like, hey, I have to get something that I forgot or whatever. And she comes back and sure enough, there are like dildos and cameras everywhere. 
I have heard this story then, so many times. Like, this is the typical. Best part, the best part is he emails her later and he's like, oh, I'm a doctor. Like, those were molds that I was working on for, like, a medical <laughs> thing. And I was like, yeah, fucking right. What? That's so hilarious. So I wish, uh, I wish we could wait, phone a friend and have her tell this story. That Airbnb is the perfect place porn location scouting system ever devised. No, Matt, yeah. they are actually having trouble with that where there are reports of people having, right? por- having like orgies and parties in people's homes. It's actually an issue. I like how serious you just got. I mean, it is a real problem. It's a real <laughs> That's problem. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, because guys, um, consent extends to the room itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Here, okay, here's an interesting line of like, you know, raucous parties, I get that, but like, you know, having relations in a room, I guess that's your right as a as a renter or whatever, Airbnb. But then you cross over that line, it's like, I'm filming a professional production, video production in a location that's different from, hey, can we just spend the night at your place and hang out, right? I mean, that's... That's interesting to me because right. I need, as a video, I do videos, as you guys know, and I need locations. You mean just and, to get like a cheap location? Me- meaning like, yeah, like when you're, a, yeah. if you're a video producer and you're like, I need to show a woman washing dishes in her house. It's like, if it's not my house, then I got to find a house and Airbnb would be a great way to find that house. Except Is this what you're going to you start just, doing? I, well, no, because it, I, it's a weird gray area because it feels just morally get, wrong. If you're just, no, if you're just honest and you're like, hey, I want to use yeah. this to film. Here's a release form. Let me know. Totally, totally. Yeah. But, but then I, when in, maybe in there's porn a premium land, fee. Right. I wonder if Airbnb has rules about this that we're unaware of. Like, because it's commercial in a way, yeah. right? It's not just uh, I'm going on vacation. It's like I'm doing a commercial endeavor in, in your house. It's interesting. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I think there are probably certain there are probably ways you get shut down as a host, and one of them is probably mm-hmm. um, or no, as a guest, if you do as a lot a of fucking in, in strangers' places, your your profile <laughs> might get shut down. But could you just like create a new one? I don't know. These are questions that we should ask and or Google at our own risk. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, well, I don't we have do any. Our Googling, yeah. Yeah. We gotta take a break. Ugh. I'm All ready. Right. I'm ready. <laughs> but before the break, yes. I got to give you trivia. I am God contractually obligated to test you. Sta- this is state mandated it's testing, a, by it's the a way. Contractual state mandated. What are state mandated? Okay. Um, yeah. I just uh, state. tell you, I don't do well at this type of testing. I've always done better at like free form writing, es- you know, essays. <laughs> If you give me an oh, well me too, me test. too, me too, me Multiple too, Jen, me too. Yeah. That must yeah. be why you guys are so terrible at trivia. Must be, must be. Um, I'm, right. I am not terrible at triv- trivia, okay? No, I'm, I'm just I am just solidly mediocre. I'm yeah. mediocre <laughs> at trivia. For standardized testing, that's all you need. It's enough, it's enough. All right. It's enough. mediocre. Today's uh, trivia is about Airbnb, of course, and it's about New York, which you guys love and love to hate, as do I. Uh, the stupidity of New York and real estate and and all those things we just talked about. So this is uh, the perfect trivia for today. I'm going to tell you three really stupid things that were listed on Airbnb in New York City. Only one of them is real. The other two I made up. Okay. Okay. So one truth and two lies as opposed to two truths and a lie. Got it. Correct. Correct. Three stupid things listed on Airbnb in New York City. A... An igloo made out of snow after a blizzard, and it was listed for $200 a night. B, 
quote, live like a homeless person for $50 a night where you can sleep on the street over a subway vent and get the true New York homeless experience. That's B. Or C, have a sleepover with Method Man, the rapper, in his Manhattan penthouse for $70,000 a night, and Method Man will be there, and you can play board games with him. These are things that were listed on an Airbnb, and one is not true. No, one is true. Two are made up. Ah. Which one is the real one? I just don't feel like you would make up something about Method Man. Like, that doesn't seem like something you would do, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, The igloo feels true to me. How do you feel, Allie? I mean, the igloo feels true. The homeless person feels like maybe a joke post, but you can't actually, like, put that up for rent. Right. Um, They all feel real, but I feel like um, the Method Man is probably real. I think it's real, but maybe not on Airbnb. I don't know. Airbnb experiences? And maybe it's, yeah, it could be an experience. Because that's, that's like, that's the offering they have now. That would make sense. That's a thing? Okay. Yeah. Well, meaning what? Like, go on my boat and... No, like, yeah. Jen and I were in talks with them, like, to have Bloglogs be come an Airbnb experience. So you come see the oh, show, okay. we meet you afterwards for a drink, tell you about it. Interesting. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's fun. So I'm going to go with, I'm going with Igloo. I think Igloo is true. Something about that's resonating for me. Yeah, I could see someone doing that to me. Like, I'm in an igloo. I'll rent it out in New York City. I'm going to go with Method Man is true. Jen picks A, the igloo. Allie picks C, Method Man. Sleep over with Method Man. We will find the correct true answer after the break. And now a real product description entitled Very Weird Taxidermy Rabbit, but real. From the number one marketplace for DIY embalming, Etsy.com. It was a very strange taxidermy. It was a rabbit who was completely unable to find himself in the herd, as if he did not know what it's like to be a rabbit. Other rabbits treated him like a freak, but they liked him. He always preferred people. I think he thought he was a man. (laughs) He died of old age. This is a real taxidermy rabbit. He had a happy life, full of grass and friends, and now for eternity is beautiful. Always listen to your ma'am, brush your teeth, and do not trust people who have free carrots in the basement. That was weird. Uh, Did she kill the rabbit? Definitely murdered the rabbit in the basement. Old age. Also, yeah. Yeah. And his rabbit like a code word <laughs> for something else. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I wish y'all could see the photo. But then I didn't know what kind of ruse we were keeping up. That rabbit had a human face. There's <laughs> a rabbit with a human face. It has a yeah. human face. Yeah. Oh, Etsy. Oh, Etsy. Full of regretsy. <laughs> Anywho. Jen, yeah. have you ever- I miss regretsy. Have I? I know oh, that site was I know, so I fucking regretsy good. Too. What were you going to ask? I wonder what she's up to. April Winchell. That was oh the name God. of that blogger. At regretsy. So funny. Clever lady. Clever lady. Um, have you ever had a taxidermy to anything in your home, Jennifer? And no, no, only vicariously through the blog ass uh, who loves taxidermy to animals. If you guys, oh don't yeah, know. she does love that taxidermy shit. I think taxidermy <laughs> is fucking creepy. 
Tax, also, yes, what's, the, what's the process? They remove all the insides? <laughs> yeah, that's what they should call it. Because also, it never happens in a taxi. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, they like suck out the insides. Can you imagine you know? if every time you got in a cab, there were dead animals in it? <laughs> taxi would be basically like mummification, right? It is. Did you ever see like those little um, hooks they used to stick up into the noses to pull out the brains? I know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm upset that you mentioned that. (laughs) I actually am super fascinated by mummies. And as we learned in a previous podcast, um, (laughs) I've had nine lives. I'm an alley cat. And uh, I lived in Egypt and I I visited all the mummies. All the mummies? That's cool. It's fucking crazy. There's also these gold gold plated mummies down in the um, Valley of the Kings. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Whoa. Highly suggest. But yeah, uh uh-huh. Have you ever had any taxidermied animals in your abode? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No. Um, oh. I think my mother would probably tell me Jews don't do that. I think that's a thing that she would say about this. Well, to be why? Honest. Jews, Jews uh, don't do that? <laughs> I don't. I just could see my mother. I could see that that's being her line. response. And I'm going to stick with the fact that Jews don't do that. Don't do it. This reminds me of my favorite new subreddit that I've been eager to tell you guys about. Oh, yeah. I discovered a new one. You're going to love it. It's called r slash. It's an acronym. A-T-B-G-E. And it stands for awful taste, but great execution. Oh, I do Like when it's plated well? Uh, (laughs) Well, (laughs) maybe, perhaps. But it's just pictures of the more, most hideous like tattoos and hairstyles and car paint jobs that are oh. so terrible. But then you look at it for a second, you're like, man, that took a lot of work and it's actually fucking awesome. But it's <laughs> so ugly. And I'm just looking at it right now. It's like a like giant X. Sure, but like way more extreme than that. Like uh, the, here's a, an entire car that has grass growing on the, on the outside of it. And it's like, you would never drive that in real life. But man, it's kind of cool. Here's I um, brass knuckles made out of what looks to be human teeth. Um, a lot of tattoos, mm-hmm. like face tattoos and things like Those that. Those don't it, come it, off. No, they do mm. not come off. Um, so yeah, check it out. They're temporary Eight. tattoos, but mm-hmm, for the most part, <laughs> in which case you just put a washcloth on your face, <laughs> hold it there for sixty <laughs> seconds, you got a tat. Cool. Well, I'm definitely I, gonna check out that subreddit letter. Subreddit later. <laughs> subreddit letter. Um, I I think it should be great effort, not execution, because like I don't I don't right. really that doesn't yeah sound execution. Like uh, yeah, it sounds like things are dying. I thought, but I also thought it was about plating. I thought it was like. <laughs> about food. That's basically what I think we're, you're saying the right thing of like you, you it's the presentation of let's say execution mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. I would never paint my car that color but like man you executed that perfectly like it's it, it's it's a very specific thing of like it's so well done but it's ugly and it's I love it. <laughs> yeah. Ali would you get a face tattoo? Like absolutely not no offense to our listeners who may or may not have face tats but okay okay but you know here's the right question you can't take it off and it's on your face no no one would no one here would get one but let's say someone had the gun to your head and said you must get a face tattoo i don't care what it is but you must get it okay what do you get uh some geometric shapes Mm. oh i like that i like that I Thank would you. maybe get my brows <laughs> filled in. I don't know. I would do something kind of like functional. Oh, that's a good idea. Like kind of like subvert the system. Sure, I'll get that. Permanent makeup. Yes, I would get eyeliner. Yeah. 
Take that. Take okay. that guy with Look the gun. That. Look at that. With the gun. Oh, that was smart, Jen. Right. That was smart. That was smart. Thanks, Alec. What would you get, Matt? <laughs> Take that, gun man. <laughs> now I've got Now I've got I've beautiful eyebrows. Lipstick. <laughs> Uh, gosh, you guys gave the best answers. It would have to be something like minimal or like simple, like a geometric shape. Or I like, like I heart Amelia. <laughs> my kids' names on my forehead. Yeah, yeah. Amelia yeah. Arthur <laughs> with a heart a around single it. Single tear. Yeah. Okay. Just like <laughs> AA, AA with a heart around it, so people don't know if you have kids, you're an alcoholic. Right. Okay. You're one don't get the, the tear. <laughs> Isn't that a gang thing where like the single tear is like a gang affiliation? I don't. I don't well, want to be. Well, maybe if you want to be seen as really tough, Matthew, you should get a fucking yeah, tear. Yeah, but I, but I'm not tough, so then I, the 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 gang people will will know. No, or people will think homage. you're tough, and they're they'll they'll, they'll, steal, they'll leave me alone. They're still yes, they'll leave you alone. Okay. No, it's clearly an homage to that like 90s uh, littering commercial with the Native American man who starts crying. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That's what I would do. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a classic. It might might go earlier than the 90s. might be like a 70s thing. Oh, really? But I know exactly what you mean. It's very famous. I don't know. But I do remember that that commercial about this is your brain on drugs and then she beats everything up with a frying pan. (laughs) Yeah. Any questions? Uh, the good old days. It'd be really fun to be in that commercial. Just fucking beat the shit out of things. Any questions? <laughs> uh, would anyone like to know the trivia answer? Oh, know, guys, that, you want to know? I could, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. I don't, even, I don't even remember what the question was. That's right. No, I'm not interested either. But it, again, it is state mandated, so I have to reveal the answer. <laughs> okay, give cool. an essay response. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it, it was the igloo, the homeless vent, or um, what's his face? Celebrity seventy thousand. You can play board games with him. Method Man. Yeah, Method Man. Yeah, you got that them all. Guy. So which one is real? Um, I forget who said what. Ali, you went with the is it, you went with the igloo, right? No, Why is it got to be Ali with igloo? I went oh, with Ali, igloo. Ali said <laughs> Method Man. Okay, and and Jen said igloo. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. Not what okay. you think. We yeah. All right. No. The, the correct answer, the one that really was listed on Airbnb in New York City, was. A, the igloo. Yes, I never win. I never win. Did you go with your gut? <laughs> Jen, Jen, you are a winner at losing. You are a winner. You're a winner. I, thank you, Allie. Thank you. Um, I, I did go with my gut. Maybe I've had a change. I've been taking probiotics. Mm. <laughs> cool. Right. Cool, guys. All right. That Let's works go. on a lot of levels. Yeah. Probiotics. Helps you go with your gut. Go pro. I really wish that this was about to skip into an ad for probiotics that was actually yes. paying us money, like when we did those vitamin ads, but that's false. Mm. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, I'm probiotics. I'm so glad company. that your intestinal situation is good. It's, it's well improved. That's good. All right. I'm glad. <laughs> so the igloo, that makes sense. Fucking sassy ass New Yorkers. It was after a snowpocalypse, you know, one of those big blizzards. Obviously. And then someone just, How else uh, would you have an igloo? Sure. <laughs> I wondered if somebody rented it. Oh, oh, do you oh want to, you want to hear the, um, do you want to hear the description of the igloo on yes, Airbnb? Please. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, uh, can yes, you do a traumatic is, reading for us? Uh, I'll do my best. I'm not a professional actor. I think actor, that you I'll... should play a snowman when you do this, or maybe an Eskimo. Can you just take a moment to get into character? Channel it. Okay, okay. What's my oh, what's my motivation? Play, um, Have I... Can you be uh, what's his face in um, Frozen? In Frozen? <laughs> oh the yeah, snowman. Oh god, Is that I don't Olaf? think I can do. Hey, that's Olaf. Olaf. I, yeah, I can't. Um, I can't do voices. I don't do uh, voices, guys. Excuse me. You have two small children. You should definitely be able to channel Olaf. <laughs> Get Amelia in here and let's hear you do Olaf. Okay. Um, also, if you could break into song during this Airbnb ad, that would be awesome. Got it. 
Got it. What's it? What's his song? What's Olaf's song? I should know this. Moana has supplanted Frozen in my like child brain space right that's now. That's so also I don't, I don't a know. really good one. That's a yeah. You're welcome. That's yeah. good. Great movie. Great movie. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, no, this is the best I can do. I'm just gonna just gonna read it in my plain old self. Okay, guys. You're okay. the actors. No, I'm tuning out. I'm tuning out. It's not that far <laughs> from a snowman. All right, let's do it. <laughs> oh, you know whose voice this really is? Uh, it's oh. Stefan from... Um, SNL? From SNL. Oh, okay. Which I cannot do either, but this is totally the voice. Okay. The, the, the actual cool. listing is dripping with ingenuity and alt-lifestyle aura lays this snowpocalypse's most desirable getaway. That's what it is. Built completely by hand, all natural. Come experience this chic dome-style bungalow with Bay. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. That's, it. That was the actual quote from the listing. Or there might be more, but I didn't didn't write it down. You know what I made me deeply sad trick. when the polar vortex what? came and it didn't even bring snow. It was just a fucking polar vortex. That was the worst. Yeah. Was that the moment that you decided you could no to longer leave? <laughs> I like, mean, it was one city. of the factors. I was like, this is not a way to live. It it actually <laughs> is physically painful to step outside. I remember you and I were walking. We had to, we were going to Judy's. We had like two more blocks, and I was like, I'm not gonna make it. Remember that? Do you remember we were like on 10th Avenue and I was like, can we get a cab for two avenues? But no, because there were no cabs available and it was only two avenues. Avenues are long. It was terrible. Yeah, avenues are freaking long, guys. All right, let's get into this interview. (laughs) Are you guys ready? Let's do it. That was a seamless transition. (laughs) Let's see what she's rented, her house. Let's go there. Let's get the tough answers to the tough questions. (laughs) Today... We are talking with an Airbnb super host. Her name is Evelyn Badia. Welcome, Evelyn. Hi, thank you for having me. We're excited. All right, tell uh, us how it all began. Oh my God, <laughs> it, so it all began in 2010. The world okay. was good. Yeah. The economy was fantastic, wasn't it? Don't it you remember? It was amazing. It's a stretch, but yeah, okay. that's a bit okay. of a stretch. <laughs> yes, come on. You know, the unicorns were doing well. The world was really good. The unicorns was, were doing well. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody was doing well. I wasn't. I mean, were you guys, were you guys were even born? <laughs> In 2010? <laughs> you know what? 2010, we had not teamed Thank up yet. You. So we it's like we were born. born. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, I'm eight. I'm eight. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But I mean, like, what were you guys doing in 2010? Um, I was teaching yoga. Theater? No, Al, you were you were doing something else, I think. Because 2010 was right before we met. I mean, re-met. You know what I mean. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. We were we were not together, so we didn't exist. So. So you didn't exist. So so you see. Okay. So I'm a little older. So. Okay. So I'm just a little. I'm a woman of a certain age. Okay. 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 So in 2010, I had, I was working as a producer and I was thinking, first of all, I already had this house where I live now. And at that time I was like, I bought this house thinking like, I'm going to get married and have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that did not happen. Life's Um, funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Life's funny that way. So I did not get married and I didn't have kids. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm grown up. I have, I'm working, I was producing. Wait, so how large was this house? How many bedrooms? So it's a little two family house here in Brooklyn. It's not a brownstone. It's one of those little frame houses in Brooklyn. You gotcha. know, 
you know, it's it's a, it's not it's not like this fabulous brownstones. It's not that, guys. Don't think it's that. It's okay. That's okay, okay girl. So, that's okay. Okay, so let me just put it to you this way. So I had a guest one time who came to my house and called it a little house. They call it something else, but we're gonna be PC. They call what, it like a, a brothel. No, they call it a little house, but not a little mm. house. They call it a non-PC word. A okay, little house. No, Allie, don't sure. try to get it out of her. <laughs> uh, Great. Uh, and we're not, we're not going to say it. Uh, okay, we're not little whorehouse, house. Got it. Yeah, but you know that we're expecting a bigger house, and this was not a nice guest. Clearly. Nice guest. No, no. I actually, that was a guest that I told him to leave. Wow. Wait, whoa. Wait, so it's a, a stranger was insulting your house. Oh, I was having, yeah, I was the, oh, the no, that's no good. That's no good. That's no good. The bitch insulted my house. <laughs> Wait, was this before or after Airbnb? What is happening? This okay, is after, I'm sorry. after. I jumped. After. I jumped. I jumped stories. We okay, jumped. 2010. Let's go back. Let's go back to 2010. Okay. Let's Ooh, do this chronologically. Yeah, let's go back. Let's go back. 2010. Jen, were you making uh, time warp sound effects? I was. Do you want to hear it again? Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Okay, we're in 2010. Okay, great. We're back in 2010. The economy shifted. The world as I knew it ended. I used to be, I used to work as a producer for TV commercials. You know, those things that you love to hate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, well, you go to the bathroom, but you know, hey, they pay really well. It's the devil. They do. That is um, true. Hey, come on. They're really, really good. Um, and I used to travel the world. It was, life was really good. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like adopt or have a child of my own because, you know, whatever, I have a house. So, um, and then the economy just saying, we're like, oh, that's not gonna happen. And I always, I've always been a freelancer since I was like 25. I'm not 25. And I wasn't 25 then. And then no more work. But I was a freelancer. So I was like, oh, so what? It's okay, I'll get a job again. Three months happened, no work. Five months happened, no work. And then I was crying in the corners of my house. And you know I'm starting bad. to have a panic attack over here. No, you know it's bad when your therapist is calling you to make sure that you're okay. You oh. know, like your therapist. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like you know, you know, like, and then you like hiding because you're like, oh, you cannot spend money because you know how New York is. Like, you walk out the door and you spend twenty five dollars. You like drop a hundred dollars on the street. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. You just light it on fire. Yeah. yeah, it's like you cannot take the subway because it's five bucks. Yeah. Just go in and come in. And you're no, like, and your friends, and everybody's broke. Because yeah. back then, everybody was unemployed. Everybody Everyone. was broke. Nobody was calling you. Nobody was returning emails. Like, everybody's like, whoa. Oh my God, so these are dark days. It was dark days, girl. And they then what? So I, a friend was like, well, why don't you just rent out your house? And I was like, what the fuck am I going to live? Oh, I'm sorry. Can I curse? Yeah, you can you curse. You can fucking curse all oh, goddamn day. Oh, fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so a girlfriend was like, well, you could rent out your house. And I mean, I already had like, I had a roommate. I had a long-term tenant because it's a two-family house. I was responsible. I had savings. And I'm like what the fuck I've done the right thing it's not like I I did this on my own like it's not like I was like spending money and like buying clothes or anything like that I'm like I'm being responsible adult yeah, you set yourself up for success yeah the world oh, doesn't tell to you have a kid you yeah. know well, I'm like trying to like be responsible and it was like motherfuckers like doing it to us i'm sorry yeah. i, I yeah, have issues no, about this the world tells you do a b c d e f g and it's gonna work out but those are lies yeah lies. so i found i mean it was may 2010 i remember really fondly i remember i i i had a friend who was like oh i'll rent it out and i was like where am i gonna go 
living with my parents was not an option. And back then it was like my rent, like my part of the mortgage was like less than a thousand dollars. And I'm like, I can't live anywhere for that, not in New York. So I found an article about Airbnb and I was like, okay, I'll rent out my room and I moved out. And that's when you find out who your friends are Mm -hmm. because you have to go and stay at friends' houses because it's not like you're going to go rent a place. Wait, I'm confused because I thought it was, uh, wait, how many bedrooms did you say were in the house? So the house is a two-family house and Uh my part of the house is two bedrooms. Okay, so why did you have to move out? Well, because I had a roommate. Uh, so I, I had a roommate, and so he stayed. He stayed in his room, and then I rented, I rented out my bedroom. Got it. So I'm he with lived you. with a stranger. <laughs> I'm with you. Okay, so you find out who your friends are. Go on. Exactly. And so eventually, so you know who I ended up actually living with? My ex-boss. Oh, my God. Wow. I know. I know. Okay. Well, she, like, it, it was so complicated. But look, long and behold, I ended up staying at her space. I became her nanny for, like, three months. Um, yeah, shit happens. Okay. Uh, my roommate moved out. I moved back to his room, and I never looked back. So I've been, I, I continued producing for a little bit. Um, in 2010, I produced for about six months out of the whole year, 2011, 20 days. Okay. The entire year. Okay. Yeah. By choice and, at that point? Like what was going on with the Airbnb? No, uh, no it was just, so um, I continue Airbnb. Um, the first guest, my first official, the first person that wanted a space, I was like, wait, I'm not ready. Um, and then the second person that booked, he was a professor of innovation. And I remember him. And what I did was I threw a huge party before he arrived. Um, and I talk about it on my podcast, but um, I was like, I threw a huge party because I was like, okay, this is a new beginning. And, and you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to be doing now. And that was it. That was the beginning. And I never stopped. Okay. And then what? And then I moved out of the house. I kept doing Airbnb and I kept producing. And then eventually my roommate moved out. I came back home. I stayed here in his room and I've never went back into my room. I just kept renting it out. Eventually on the second apartment, the other apartment, the tenant moved out. She was from Costa Rica and she went back home. Um, And I just started Airbnb in that space. And that's it. Wait, so you were able to take over the other half of the house? Yes, I did. Okay. And that... Yeah. That's enough. That was enough rent with that. Between the two spaces, it's enough for me to, you know, Airbnb, it's enough for you to survive, but not thrive. Mm-hmm. For you to be able to thrive, you have to have more listings. You mean more than one room that you're listing? More than one listing. So it's not just a room. You have to have more listings. So you you either do rooms or you do more like spaces and things like that. So you how, have to have more properties. How many listings do you have? So I only have two. So I have within the house, the, yeah. the house is two families. So I have two. So I have one bedroom and I have a private apartment. Okay. So tell us your journey to becoming a super host. Ah, um, so for you to become a super host, you have to have have hosted more than 10 um, listings, 10 trips within a year. You have to have a certain criteria. You cannot turn anybody down. You have to have five stars and things like that. Um, but during that time, since 2010, then New York started coming after us. And then that got ugly. Okay, okay. 
because then you know what happens is this you first have the city you know you have the economy collapse and you have a career i mean i went to school for film and you've done everything right your entire life i mean at that time back in 2010 i was 44 years old mm -hmm. and i went to film school i i did everything that i had done i was i was a producer for over 15 years and you were defined by what you do imagine that this is what you like what you're doing for a living right now and then somebody says to you this what you do you cannot do anymore or what you do you cannot make a living okay by nothing that you have done and now you cannot define yourself by that, right? And especially as Americans, we're so defined by what we do. I agree with that. But, yeah, but, totally. I do too. But, let's, let's... but but then but then you and then like and then the city comes after us and tells us, yeah, you found a new way to make a living, right? Mm -hmm. But now I'm going to come after you. Now mm -hmm. I want data on you. Now what you doing to make a freaking living? I'm going to come after you. And yeah. I want to stop you. Yeah, okay. it sounds oh, no, like a I mean, no a no win situation. I mean, well, so except okay. for Airbnb won that lawsuit, right? Yes, New York. So you survived oh, no, that? Wait, storm. No, 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 no. This no, we still we still at it. Still, still at it. Just the other day. Of course, we still at it. Just the other day, they're coming after us and they want our data. We still at it. Just just on Thursday, the, 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 we were okay. You see, I'm sorry, I'm going political. No, it's okay. <sighs> That's okay. Oh but we want yes. we want to get back to the good stuff, which is that you were Let's telling us good stuff. You were telling us that you rent out your room, const your rooms constantly. You always have a guest. I, constantly, I still do it. And and look, we're still fighting the city. We still are at it. We still um the city has created a environmental control board and they come after us and they're finding people and they we still go to albany and we go to the city officials and they come after us and but we still go it we're still doing it okay so tell us about how you let's talk about the fun yes, stuff yes let's talk about airbnb let's talk about how you said you have a five-star rating you never turn anyone down you have guests constantly tell us about this i do have guests so um i have a five-star rating i do not I do turn people down that I feel are not going to be the best guest in my house. Um like for example, I had um so I had some some guests who lie. So they stayed in my house and they went and smoked pot. And I'm like, look, you know what? You wanna smoke some pot, it's okay, but just not in my house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then the next guests are, who might not smoke pot are not gonna like it. Totally. Right. You have to set some ground rules. Yeah. Yes. There's some boundaries. There's some house rules. And if you want to smoke pot, at least invite me. You know, come on. At least <laughs> yes. just like, 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 let's do it in the backyard. Yeah. Let's not do it inside the house. You have a backyard? Okay, so you told them no. Oh. Yes, of course. Oh God, that's amazing. Brooklyn, that's amazing. Mama, you got to come over. No, even in Brooklyn, hang. that's amazing. Okay. So <laughs> tell us about some of these guests you're having. You said you have guests right now. You told us you have to sneak around with your lovers. We want to hear about the good stuff. Okay, so let's talk about dating and having guests. Great. <laughs> so the fun stuff about Airbnb. Um, having a dating life, being single and having an Airbnb life is you have to work around it. 
because it's like having do you remember when you were like in high school and you're trying to like sneak in a boyfriend i we never we were good girls but yes really (laughs) nah yeah so so dating what airbnb and so i you know what happened was back at the beginning i used to be more like oh i shouldn't bring anybody over you sort of like restrict your life a little bit because sure. it's all about. But then you're like, I don't want to be celibate. And then you're like, I don't want to be celibate. And not even just celibate with men, but celibate in your life. Like your friends, your life sort of like you want to be quiet. And then you're like, wait, hold on. I want to have a life. Yeah, you want to have a home where you can have a life. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. So the, so you you start like saying like, okay, well, I'm going to have friends over for like, I, like back when I didn't have, when I wasn't doing Airbnb, I used to have friends over and parties and, you know, dating and having a life and then it was like i will have friends now and i will have gatherings and now it's like look you know what i'm having a party i'm just letting you know about it and now it's like well i'm having a guy over but now what i won't tell my guests that i'm having a boy over or man that sounds awkward to have to tell your guests yeah (laughs) no i don't tell them um If there is so my my part of the house the house that I share with guests is a duplex and they have their own entrance and their own living room and their own bedroom. Okay. Exactly. And I have my own entrance. They're fine. They can handle it. Get some soundproofing. You're good. It well, sounds pretty private. Well, the problem is we share a wall. Ah, uh, the old you shared wall. You guys soundproof that wall. I you know. See. It's that my bedroom is really small. <laughs> you got to put that headboard on a different wall. I, I think Matt can give us some soundproof tips. <laughs> I know. <laughs> From this I podcast. Know. Well, it becomes like you have to be really quiet. And you know how it is when you're having sex and you're really quiet like, you know that something's <laughs> happening, right? Like, when like yeah. when people are making noise and then things get quiet. And it's like, oh, shit. Things are happening. So they, oh, so they right. know. Like, they hear you talking and then they hear silence. Exactly. You're like, oh, things are happening. Maybe you're sleeping. Maybe you're Maybe sleeping. sleeping. No, you're, sleeping. you're not sleeping for the love of God because then you hear sounds again. <laughs> you could be. <laughs> because believe me, yeah, I hear true. my guests have his hat. Oh, God. See, they're having sex. That's fine. Maybe You're all adults. There should just be warnings uh, warnings around the house that are like, you may hear sex in this house. Exactly. <laughs> and then they can't be mad. Warning, host may be fucking. Make yourself at exactly. home. Exactly. Host might be having sex. Just make yourself at home. Now, the, interesting, the funny thing is, it's like, so So what I try to do is like, I might date accordingly to my cal- calendar. So it's like, oh, wait, hold on one second. I have this day is the house is empty or this room is empty. Let's go and have some sex. <laughs> this sounds complicated. Wait, uh, this room is empty. But yeah. do you, so are you renting your bedroom too? Like, no, what do you mean? No, are you no, just no. hopping rooms? So because I have like two apartments, you know, so I have my room yeah. and then I have the other apartment. I, see. I might I be see. like, okay, let's go to the other apartment. And like, let's go have sex there. <laughs> okay, so sometimes, sometimes you go in the other house for fucking. Do you own both houses? What two houses? Mama is one house. Okay, and an apartment. but you own both sides. It's one house, two apartments. It's a Brooklyn house. But do you own both? Right? Do you own both apartments? It's one house. Yes. Well, I don't okay. own it. The bank does. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. So are you? Una casa. Uh, okay, tell us. Una casa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two apartments. Got I got it. I got it. English. I got it in Spanish. <laughs> For the love of everything, no hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so tell us about some of your best and worst guests. Why? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you the best, and people always want to hear the worst. I don't understand what is up. I'm trying to learn like what is it with with people and wanting to hear the worst experiences. I know.、Um, it's generally a more exciting story because the best one is like they were so respectful. I know. And then the worst is like those motherfuckers. You know, they lit my house on fire. I know. Well, so you know, I have a, I have, so I have an Airbnb group that I that I run. Because you know I teach this, right? No, we want to talk about that too. <laughs> so I have this group called the Hosting Journey, and I teach this, and, and there's like about thirty five hundred hosts from all over the world, <laughs> and so we talk about 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 guests and their behaviors and the shit they、oh. do. Is this a private forum amongst all of you? Yes, it's a, it's a private Facebook group, and I teach、okay. hosts how to host and.、Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and the okay, all right. So,、do. so the shit goes down. Okay,、oh, the shit does go down, girl. We do talk. So for, <laughs> so for you personally, who are some of the best guests? What made them such great guests? Okay, so I do have guests that come back every year, and and I do love them. Oh, that's adorable. I know they are. They are adorable. And look, the best guests are grandparents. They're、okay. so good. <laughs> that makes sense. Exactly. First of all, they're not staying with their kids. But then、right. getting the grandkids like the love and all of that, like ooh, grandbabies. But、mm-hmm. they're not getting woken up in the middle of the night. They're not stepping on toys. They're not getting any of that shit. I love a good grandparent, and so I'm also glad to know that grandparents are Airbnb. That's so awesome. Maybe someone's doing it for them, but I hope they're Airbnb on their own. They、Where、are, are Airbnb on their own. And let me just tell you something else, sweetie. You know they're the biggest community on Airbnb. On Airbnb,、yep. wow, that makes sense. Cause my mom's a grandma, and she loves a fucking deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, not only that, but <laughs> although I don't think she's also, ever used Airbnb, and also hosts more. They're more、uh, baby boomers because they have、that、the properties.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I stayed、makes、in a、sense. sweet Airbnb with a retiree, a woman. She might have been a grandma. I'm not sure. In Palm Beach, I stayed in her pool house. Exactly. <laughs> She was lovely. She gave us free wine. We chatted. She was great. Exactly because you know why? Because they have the fucking properties, man. <laughs> yeah, it was a beautiful property. Exactly.、Um, the millennials, okay, so tell the millennials don't have shit. They want to travel <laughs> the world. Yeah, maybe millennials are probably the ones Airbnbing. Well, some. Yeah, no. One of my good friends had a two bedroom in Long Island City and was Airbnbing the second bedroom for a long time. Yeah, but that's great. So sometimes, sometimes I'd go help her fix up fix up the second room, and she'd like cut me some cash. That's awesome. <laughs> When she was out of town, like I'd go like change the sheets and stuff, vacuum for the next guest. Exactly. So you know how to clean. I mean, it's a great way to <laughs>、yes. make some extra income in New York City. Exactly. Exactly. Come on, New York is so expensive. Offset that insane rent.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Evelyn,、uh, where are these people coming from? Is it mostly people from the United States, or is it all over the world? Well, before this current political party was in house, was all over、yeah. the world. Okay. Oh, you've seen a drop already? And then it changed. Whoa. Okay. No, no, it totally changed. Of course. You have to remember. I didn't that it changes with political parties, and it changes with natural disasters, and changes everything changes. I know, right? Yeah,、Isn't、I'm just surprised that you saw a immediately. difference, like immediately. Immediately. Wow. Um, and then not only that. God fucking damn it! I know. Oh no! It changed last year.、Mm-hmm. It changed last year. Last right.、Summer. I mean, yeah. yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I know, right? It, it makes sense,、Got、right?、It. Yeah. So what happened was. Um, people did not want to travel. They didn't want to give us the money because they were like, "Well, there's other fucking parts in the world. Why would they want to come to the United States?" Oh man, that's so sad. Yeah, 
So where are you? Where are you seeing a lot of people from now, like oh, the so Midwest? Now, well, the, I mean, the beauty of it is, is New York, so people still travel to New York. Yeah. Um, and so I get a lot more Americans. And also, what you have to remember is this: that a lot of people had a lot of problems coming in into the country. So right. what happened was yeah. a lot of conferences were changed. Um, oh, I know, right? Isn't I mean, what the, the thing is, it's just like we don't think about how politically things change and shift. Well, I don't think we think about the ripple effect, how many circles of the ripple there are. Exactly. Yeah. Like it didn't occur to me that like conferences are moving the location because attendees are having trouble getting into the United States. Exactly. Yeah. Man, and then, that, and then that, us, that affects us as hosts because then people will not utilize Airbnbs and, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's it's all it's all the shit show. Oh, mm-hmm. we we I mean immediately because while so what I one of the things that I recommend to my host is to keep track of outside of the platform. You keep all your fucking information outside of the platform because you could get fucking dropped at any moment. Okay, you do not want your information and your guest information and any of your shit in any platform, right? Whether you so what do you mean so okay. that because the guests sign up through Airbnb and you're saying then like download so it? then what do you mean once your guest books with you pull out the info pull out the contact information pull out their phone numbers pull out how much money you made all of that shit you pull it out right and you keep it on an Excel sheet you pull it out in a Google sheet you pull it out you know why because that's your business mm-hmm. this shit so is you're not a just fucking so that hobby way, it ain't a hobby just, it is a business so that way yeah so that way if Airbnb falls apart you still have the names and contact okay. information of all your guests if to invite them if they delete your account if a tech shit happens yeah. you have that information yeah that's smart okay yeah so I'm on board. I'm downloading your information right now, girl. Thank you. <laughs> so you pull it out because shit happens. It things happen, right? So and also I keep tracking. I keep notes on every single guest that has stayed in my house, just in case I hate you and I don't want it to, you to stay in my house ever again, or just in <laughs> yeah. case I love you and I want to mm-hmm. put a little note about why you stayed or like I, you know, a book that I gave you or something about you, right? Because Ten year, two years down the line, I'm not gonna remember that you stayed at my house and that you ate my fucking avocado. <laughs> yeah, you won't remember. Exactly, you won't remember that. Yeah. But if I wrote a note, is the idea that next time you will have extra avocados for them? No, or I'm gonna fucking owe you an avocado. I'm gonna like hide my avocado and I'm gonna say, "Yo, they ate my avocado," and I'm gonna have to hide it. <laughs> Got so, it. Because okay. I wrote a podcast episode about it. And so, I told you. Yeah, you're an avocado hoarder. Yeah, I am. <laughs> what else makes you a super Fair. host? I know, uh, you know, you have these five-star ratings, but like, what are other things that you do that you can share with us without giving too much away? Oh, I could give it all away, baby girl. Give it, give it. We want it. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so good things for you to have as a as a host. Um, is for you to, oh, oh look, you want to make good money with Airbnb? Communicate yes. with your guest. <laughs> okay. You stop, you actually answer your guests, your future guests who's going to stay in your house within half an hour. Stop them from inquiring somebody else. Answer mm-hmm. within half an hour. Actually, my recommendation is answer within 15 minutes because you stop the process from them inquiring somebody else. And then you show yeah. them that you are a responsive host, that you have their back. 
Yeah. What about time zones, though? I mean, are you answering these, uh, uh, these queries in the middle like, of the night? I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to answer you in the morning. You're busy. You're busy fucking. No, I'm Got busy it. fucking. <laughs> like, fuck it. I'm sleeping. No, you fucking the daytime. Okay. After the after the fucking. Yeah. No, oh, no, okay, no. Okay. You, you're not yeah. sleeping in the middle. You're not sleeping in my house. You've got to go. <laughs> All right. So what else? How else can you be a super host? Oh, uh, so super host's commitment is you don't cancel ever. You do not cancel ever. There's That's no reason. No, it's yeah. not. No, okay. no, no, no. You don't cancel. You don't cancel. You have to respect somebody's commitment to stay in your house. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like there's no reason for you to cancel somebody's vacation. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to respect that. Um, you you have to take so, so somebody's commitment that they're going to be staying in, in your space. So, mm-hmm. look, one of the things that I always take it as a host is that you're staying in my home and I'm respecting that. And especially somebody that's coming to New York is that a lot of people come to New York and they have saved money to come to New York. It is their dream. It is their mm-hmm. passion. And I see New York in new light. Um, and we take it for granted. Exactly. Come on. come on. Don't you love it when they come to New York and like, and look, for the most part, we hate tourists, right? Like They're like slow, they blah, blah, blah. But when they're staying here in my house and they come to New York, it's like, it's like, come on. They're like, they're loving New York. Yeah. No, I had that experience a few years ago. I had two eight-year-old girls stay with me and I took them all over the city and I had the best weekend ever. I thought I'd be tired, but I was invigorated. So I know what that's like. Exactly. <laughs> and and it's sort of like you, it is your responsibility as a host to think that this person is staying in your house. They're spending money to be in your home and for that you have to take it seriously totally. you're not how just providing ava- a bed yes how available what else are, are you, you providing oh sorry mm-hmm. oh, well okay. i okay. i provide a few things so i actually provide coffee tea i provide a little bit of milk um just because i get a lot of families and some people arrive in the middle of the night and for them to wake up in the morning and just to have some milk and coffee and eggs and bread and just just a, a couple of things in the morning so that they don't have to be like oh my god there's no milk for my coffee um yeah. just some extra touches to make them feel extra special if they have a rough rough trip i give them actually a special um chocolate bar as well oh i know <laughs> That's Girl, cute. why do you think i'm so special <laughs> <laughs> Super hose. Exactly. And I even... No, it's, true. I like it's the little details they're not expecting. Yeah, but look, even like olive oil, spices to cook with, butter. Things don't like, you don't have to go to the store and be like, oh my God, I need to, I want to just make something to eat and I have to buy olive oil. No. Just right. give it to them. Yeah. It's that, it doesn't, first of all, they're not going to use it. Have enough toilet paper for the love of God. Right, of course. Yeah. And feminine yeah. products. Come on, you get well, your period. Lovely. You get your period, and the worst thing to happen is like there's not a tampon in the house. I mean, you're telling us. Yeah, I feel like yeah. nobody has feminine products ever. So exactly. that's great. I steal them everywhere I go now. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> a band aid. A band aid. You get a blister because, especially in New York, that you're walking everywhere. Yeah. Have some band aids in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just eat little give- those things. Little things. Do you give people recommendations on places to go, things to see? Oh, my love, sweetie. My house manual. It rocks. It's, it's a binder. It's a binder of things to do, not just in New York, but also in the neighborhood. Because you know that you know that coffee shop. You have right. that coffee shop. You have that nail salon. You have that yoga studio. And then not only that, I, I give them a yoga mat. 
I give them a oh my God. bike helmet. Oh, wow. Okay. Because, you know. Yeah, you are a super host. Mama. <laughs> I'm special. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Cool. So you have a lot of people that return. So are you, yes. you're building, you're building a bit of a community. I, I do. mean, are you do you do you hang out with them sometimes? The ones that have come back, or um, it depends. So I do have some guests that even if they don't stay with me, um, because I'm booked, they come back and they might have a cup of coffee with me. So I have, and actually, I gave them a, a free space, um, because <laughs> sometimes I do give it for free. Oh, how yeah. do we get in on that? No, girl. <laughs> it's a secret. It's Wait. a secret. No, but but. Oh, okay. It's a secret. Well, um, well, I'm just curious the factors where you're giving it for free if it's your business. Um. Okay. So sometimes they might barter photography. So if I if ah, I see. So it's a free photography or is a special. They might be doing something special. Like um, there was this guy who was doing this whole thing about walking the world and blah blah blah. And I was like, oh fuck it, I'll give you a couple of nights for free. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes you feel generous. Yeah. How many guests have you had? Oh, Jesus. I do. I host over 100 people a year. Okay. Oh, wow. So okay. 800? Possibly. Wow. Yeah. Do you have a guest book that they sign? I do. Not everybody signs it. Okay. It's okay. okay. Um, have you met up with other Airbnb hosts from your yes. online school? Yes. I do. I'm. We meet up. We do meetups in New York as well. And it was interesting back at the beginning when um, the founders used to come to New York as well, and they used to do more. Because I've met the founders, you know, Brian oh, and cool. Joe and Nate. Yes. Oh, you have? Yes. I know, right? Why? Do they meet all the super hosts or? No, I, I, just because I'm an old timer. So, and also because of the whole activism and things like that. Um, mm. They used to meet with us a little bit more, um, but back in the beginning, it was we were we were a smaller community, and New York, you know, is still an important market. Mm -hmm. And I also spoken at the Airbnb conferences. Oh, cool! Oh, you have? Yes. On be on being a host, I have spoken about reviews, about how to use reviews and how to spoke, um, how to use them, and and what happens when people lie on the reviews and blah blah blah. Well, so, what does happen? <laughs> nothing. Airbnb does not pull them. Wow. Yeah. So how do you let people know? Can you comment on it? Yes, you can. And so I have some recommendations about what you do if people rely on your reviews and whether you should. Um, look, reviews are huge. They're like all our, reviews are huge in the, in the community, right? Because you basically are booked because of them. Um, but also whether a host should comment on a review or not it depends on it what i recommend on a host is to take over 24 hours for them to calm down <laughs> okay um, because we get emotional about it and what happens is that you you come from an emotional space instead of a factual space and your comment on a review goes to the future guest right yeah. and what happens is then your future guest is going to say oh he's being petty yeah so ultimately mm -hmm. it'll paint you in a bad light to exactly comment yeah exactly how many That's... how many people attend these conferences 
Oh, so in Paris, there was 5,000 hosts? Wow. Yeah. Look, New York alone has 40,000 hosts. Yeah. That's so incredible. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and the last one that they did was in LA, um, which I spoke at as well. Um, and look, in Paris, we were there when the terrorist attacks happened. Well, For the conference? Yeah. So, oh, so, wow. so we were, so we were there. So we, um, the conference was happening when the terrorist attacks happened, and Airbnb called every one of us. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh huh. To be sure that everybody was okay. Everybody was okay. They stopped the conference because they didn't want to. They didn't want um, people united, you know, together or, or anything like that. Because it happened like we were about. We were where the attacks happened. Were like five minutes away from where we were at. Wow. So exactly, it was bad. Wow. So, but so you really believe in this company, obviously, in Airbnb. I mean, it sounds like they did as much as they could to make sure you were okay and. That they okay, really take look, care of you guys. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm just going to go into the other side of it. They're still a company. Sure. And I am, I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful that they exist. I am grateful that they're here. But I also know that they're also a company and that they're going to do what's best for them. Right. Um, that makes sense. And that they could still drop me like, like there's no fucking tomorrow. I am just one host. And do they know me? Yeah, I've met them. I've, I mean, I have their emails. I could email them and things like that. But I don't have any. They don't have any loyalty towards me. Right, right. So the sense of this, security is my yeah. my pink colored glasses are fucking down and chatter. The economy collapsed in 2010, and the fucking city will be after me, and the fucking Airbnb will, could drop me like there's no fucking tomorrow tomorrow. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little jaded. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, no, understandably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but, actually, what but I, I but yeah. I also have guests who love me and who have who will back me up and who will mm -hmm. support my business. Of course. Yeah. If I'm outside of Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. The right, relationships now you've could be lasting. Built that. Yeah, yeah, and I have a host a hosting community of 3,500 hosts who follow me. Mm -hmm. And a podcast that people believe in me. And, you know, and what I do believe in is that there is hospitality. And I believe that it is not, look, Airbnb is a company. And what people have to believe is this. They cannot continue saying, I do Airbnb. I'm not an Airbnb. I work in the hospitality business. My company's name is Eveland. That's mm -hmm. the house, my house name. Mm -hmm. So... I have two more questions. One, yes. I think our listeners would like to probably know, I would imagine a lot of them use Airbnb. How can we be better guests? Ooh, communicate. Okay. True for all relationships. Exactly. <laughs> communicate better. Um, read the descriptions. Follow the house rules. Don't be an ass. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah, don't be an asshole, man. Come on. Read, 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 read. Like, um, and then the yeah. yeah no and then the other thing I wanted to know about you had a wedding in your home right an Airbnb wedding I did I actually had a couple from London get married in my backyard actually they were supposed to get married in my backyard they ended up getting married in my kitchen <laughs> it because there was a hurricane or what happened so there was a hurricane um it was Irma not Sandy um and there was a so they had actually at that time I used to 
um rent out the entire house um and they rented out the entire house and it was it wasn't a huge wedding but there, there was about 12 people or so and they rented the entire house and they ended up getting married <laughs> in the kitchen because remember that we were like all the entire subway system was getting shut down and everything else mm-hmm. um and it was Irma, so it wasn't a big hurricane so it wasn't like sandy that sandy happened um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they got married in my kitchen. It was love. They were lovely. They went and got tattoos because you know they're young. <laughs> <laughs> they were in Brooklyn. Yeah, it made I mean, sense. That's wonderful. <laughs> what was the tat? I hope it was your face. Did they get your face I tattooed did. on them? I don't think so. Damn it. Was it Eve Land? I know. No, they wasn't. Fuck look, those guys. I've, I've had I've had lovely guests. I've had some guests that I look. It's what I usually call it. It's like I have guests that I love, and I have guests that I love to see them go. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, like like everywhere in life, it's sort of like you in the hospitality business. You you know you you have people that you love, and you know you like have guests that you like hate that you like. Yeah, hate. that so, wedding but, story but is like, delightful, but, though. Yeah, and, and they just, the beauty of it is like the roommates. Are, I mean, especially when you're sharing the space, like they just like really for a short period of time. So it's like, yeah, right. you're gonna leave soon. Yeah. <laughs> just a small dose and you attended the wedding right i actually did attend the wedding because i was um going to be cooking because pa- it was your pa- kitchen no <laughs> i actually was not staying at the house but i was packing the backyard for because of the hurricane and when they left i fell and i ended up having i sprained my ankle really bad i ended up in crutches oh no i know <laughs> and oh. it was one of those things like i fall and i couldn't get up so my neighbors heard me like fall because I was like, ow, and they were like, they jumped the fans and had to come and get me. You know, shit happens. <laughs> yeah, but I love this. I love this idea of just the spirit of hospitality, especially in such a divided world and the fact that you hosted the wedding and then your neighbors came to help you. Yeah. That's and actually, and, 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 and actually what happened was my next set of guests had to take care of me. So, oh, wow. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, because I was in crutches. So I was back in the house um, and my, my next set of guests had to like, like I was in crutches. So it was like, fuck it. They had to take care of me. Like they were like, fuck. Oh, I've had guests take care of me like all the time. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Do they still give course. you a good review? <laughs> of, oh, hell to the yes. <laughs> okay. So just the other day, I have a roof leak. Um... And I just told my guests, I was like, look, I'm so sorry. You could not, you don't have to stay. You could leave. But I have a leaky roof in the kitchen. Um, and I actually was leaving to speak at a conference in San Antonio. And they were like, well, look, it's, it's leaking in the roof, in the kitchen. It's not leaking in our bedrooms. Thank you for telling us. I'm like, yeah, sorry. I, there's nothing I can do. And I cannot fix it because <laughs> it's raining. So there's nothing, not, there's nothing we could do, right? And they still gave me like five-star review. <laughs> incredible exactly You're, but i was like that's yeah. great yeah and it's not like I, mean, I gave them any money back <laughs> oh you didn't you didn't give them any no. money back Fuck that's no. funny i know <laughs> i was like i just told them i was like look sorry i have a leaky roof you well, have I guess an option you to a cancel heads up. you give them a heads yeah. up you give them yoga mats you communicated you give mats. yeah exactly yeah. and some milk <laughs> and eggs yes <laughs> indeed Man, I wonder if I they thought you did all that stuff everything. extra just to make up for the roof. Probably not. I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is At least I wasn't having sex yeah. in the room next to them. At least you weren't having sex. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I was out of the house. I was out of the house. <laughs> People should be I grateful. Like you- 
every time you're not fucking next to them. <laughs> exactly. Look, I, tr- I look. The one thing I have learned is to be really quiet on having sex. That's really a shame. It is, but then I'm loud when I don't have guests. So it's and when like, you go to mm, his place, yes, yes, maybe, yes, unless he's an Airbnb yeah. host, you know. No, maybe you I met someone at a to- conference, you know. Those things happen. No, I don't tend to fuck Airbnb hosts. <laughs> and I, you know, and I have never had sex with a guest. Not yet. Ah, uh, that right, would be a good right. story. All right, all right. Well, let us know when you do. I will. I will. We'll have you, you back. Know, I'm going to have to, like, send you a text and say, yo, Allie, man. Yay. Fuck the guest. I, I got a guest. I got one. And I will I send can... you a high five emoji. Exactly. You'll be like, yes, Evelyn, finally. You broke the cherry. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you for being our guest. And for being so honest. On this podcast. We, we appreciate it. <laughs> I know. I'm actually going to do a podcast episode about, like, you know, dating while hosting. Yes, yeah, it sounds like a great topic. It has to be, you know, and especially for women of a certain age. Yeah. No, I will listen to it. I think we all will. Thank you, Evelyn. This has been so interesting. <laughs> I think we all learned a lot. We'll see you when we rent your place. Yeah. yeah. Come over. I think I just learned so much about the behind the scenes that you just don't think about when you book an Airbnb place. What I thought was interesting was the community on community on community. Yeah. So this technology has allowed people, I mean, you know, she said 800 guests, some of them come back. She also teaches hosts. So there's a community of, what was it, like 3,500 hosts? And then also yeah. these live conferences and the communities there. So it was interesting in terms of our podcast. I wonder just what it must be like to constantly have somebody in your home with you. I think I'd go fucking nuts. I think I'd love it. <laughs> I know. But that's but the difference yeah. between our two personalities. I'd be it's like, true. yay. It's true. I'd be like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure sometimes I would hate it because they'd be awkward and weird and, and it would just be uncomfortable. But I feel like generally, I mean, look at this podcast. I love talking to strangers and hearing what's going on. I also think like, you know, I liked what she was saying about respecting that it's their New York vacation. So I think most of the time they're probably out sightseeing. You know what I mean? They come in, they sleep, they eat their eggs and their coffee with their milk, and then they're out and hitting the day. Like, I don't think anyone really comes to like chill at her place, you know? Yeah, that's true. And from what we know, this is a full-time thing for Evelyn. So it's not like she's going out working all day, coming home and like having to just like whenever she's home, they're there sort of thing. Because like we know some people who, yeah, like have nine to fives and then still go home and have to deal with their Airbnb guests. Yeah, I would just I would go nuts. I also really liked what she was just saying about, you know, hospitality and all of that, because I think that is a... I don't want to say it's a dying notion in the U.S., but, you know, I don't think we necessarily you don't think of Americans as having like a culture of hospitality. Like when you go to the Arab world, they talk to you about how there's like this major culture of hospitality and everyone's going to be inviting you in for tea and blah, blah, blah. And uh, and that's true. I think especially in New coffee. York City, really, there's a lot of Turkish coffee. That's true. Yeah? That's true. I think especially in New York City, um, like the view that even people who live here, but also tourists, I imagine a lot of people have is that New Yorkers especially might not be hospitable that, you know, everybody's moving so quickly, don't really have time to answer questions. Um, I know that's the stereotype and it's definitely not necessarily true. I think overall, in my experience being in New York so long, like people are pretty helpful. Um, Well, I thought that till I left New York and then I'm like, oh yeah, New Yorkers are uh, pretty angry and uh, they don't have time for questions. (laughs) 
But like actually angry, like if you had to stop and ask somebody, they wouldn't stop. When I lived in New York, I was like, what are people talking about? New Yorkers are friendly. Like, yes, if you ask anyone for directions or whatever, they will stop. They will help you. When you leave, you're like, oh, everybody, it's yeah, everybody's nicer elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, that is probably true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so crazy, actually. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like for people coming in from other places, especially, I think if you're not used to, if you're not in the culture all the time, like for somebody to be so hospitable is... It's special. It's really special in New York. Well, I also feel like in New York, we've talked about this before, it's just commutes are really long. Like, I think New York and L.A. have this similar problem where, like, yeah, you'd love to have a dinner party, but by the time you finish doing X, Y, Z and then commute home to then start cooking, like, it's just, it's a different lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want you to know that I went on a Tinder date last week. I know it all comes back to Tinder. And uh, he said he was he was from Nebraska and he was like excited to go on a date with a New Yorker, which I think is hilarious. Or maybe he wasn't excited. Maybe excited's not the word. <laughs> but he was like he told me he had all these stereotypes of what a New Yorker would be like and he just wanted to see if I met them. <laughs> Did he tell you what they were? <laughs> they were fast-paced, always in a hurry. Uh, they were all like the stereotypical things, except for then he said, and low voice, and you don't have a low voice. And I was like, yeah, my <laughs> voice is pretty, my voice is pretty high pitch. But otherwise, apparently I met all of his stereotypes, except for that my voice was high pitch. Wow. I, I wish that you had shown up to the date <laughs> wearing an I Love New York t-shirt and wearing like the Statue of Liberty crown. <laughs> but Matt, then you look like a tourist. I came in like my, <laughs> where, I came wearing like all black and a leather jacket, like <laughs> white boom, sneakers. Boom, 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 boom. I'm sorry, I'm late. Did you already order? What's going on? Where's the menu? Like that's how I came in. He was like, wow, you're all my stereotypes, except for your voice isn't low. And I was like, it used to be low. It got higher when I left. That's such a um, random thing. I thought your voice would be low. Actually, like, when, when I asked him, like, what the fuck? He told me, because he imagines, what was it? That they're, like, all, like, smoking and yelling until their voices are low. <laughs> so, actually, like, there was logic behind it. I was like, okay, I see what you're saying. Well, that's all why fair. my voice is so low. I'm constantly smoking and yelling. Yeah. That's yeah. True. And then I asked him what it was that. like growing up on a farm. No, I didn't ask him that. But really, it was the first person I've ever met from Nebraska. Did he grow up on a farm? I don't know. (laughs) But he grew up in a tiny, tiny town. Okay. The thing is, like, I feel like someone can have stereotypes of of New York, and that's funny. And if you have stereotypes of, like, middle America, you're an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Did you ride a goat to school? Do you milk cows? What was it like having no people? Like, you can't. (laughs) You can't do that. Um, Question for our listeners. What is the most hospitable thing you have done for someone else, a guest in your home? Tweet us the most hospitable thing you've done at Allie Gold at Junebugger. And you can also email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can call us, and that number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. Or you can join our Discord channel, which is super fun, and we'll chat with you uh, from wherever we are. It's awesome. There are a lot of you there already. It's discord.gg slash 2G1P. Also, if you want to contribute to the weekly making of this show, you can visit our Patreon. And Ali, what's that URL again? Patreon.com slash 2G1P. Cool. All right, y'all. Well, we do want to hear from you, so please tweet at us. Keep the conversation going. And we'll see you next time. Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula and outsourced to the Russian Mafia. I mean, edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Additional editing for this episode by Logan Yuri. Production assistance is provided by thepodglomerate.com. If you love 2G1P, consider supporting the show on Patreon. Fan funding is 
just tell your dad about the show. He'll probably dig it, right? Great news! You can listen to new episodes of Two Girls, One Podcast one week early. What is this sorcery? Just download the free TuneIn app and fire up Two Two Girls, Girls, One Podcast to get fresh episodes one week before your loser friends. (laughs) Your friends are so lame for being one week behind. I know, right? Wait. What's the catch? There's no catch. Tune in lets you listen to awesome podcasts. Like ours. One week before anywhere else. Absolutely free. Whoa, dude. The next episode of the show is probably already there. Yo, this is some freaky time traveling shit. I'm going to listen to next week's show so I can find out what we're going to say. Technology is weird. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.